Welcome back to another episode of the Bring 'Em Up podcast. It has been a little over a week now, so we do apologize, but you know, just kind of getting into it. Um, we are here, obviously, with Carlos again, so just kind of watching this Angels Rangers game as it's going. Bottom of the seventh. Ooh, did he get a hit finally? No. Detmers has a no hitter through six and a third against the Rangers right now. It's a one nothing ball game as well. So we are watching that. But anyways, Carlos, how you doing? Not good. Season's over. I mean, uh, let's uh, put the tarps on. Get football going. Baseball's over. Yeah. Well, for you, I guess. I mean, for the Cardinals, it's kind of been over. But hey, you know, eight eight games, eight and a half games back. What is it? Nine games back of that third spot in the wild card. You never know what'll happen. Yeah, no. Something crazy. You never know. Something crazy nope, could happen. Nope, nope. Don't even Something get, crazy don't, could happen. Don't get your hopes up. Oh, well, it's too late. They're already up. Don't get your saw, hopes up. <laughs> I saw it, so they're already up. Uh, yeah, since the last time that we've been on here, um, the Yankees have played. I mean, not that they were playing good ball. They weren't. But, my God, have they had some ugly losses. They just got swept by the Braves. They lost this series to Miami. They lost this series to the White Sox. I mean... This team is just so bad. So, so fucking bad. Like, honestly, probably the worst Yankees team that I've ever seen play. Where do you think that comes from? I mean, uh, That definitely comes from the front office that comes. I'm not going to say necessarily the coaching. I definitely think they have a play in this. But I, I really do think it yeah. comes from the front office, them having a very analytical team. Um, it just... It, it hasn't worked and nothing changes. That front office never changes. Oh. It's always everybody. Else. They've gone through, I think, like three or four hitting coaches in the last, like, three, four years. So are they on? Sean Casey now, Yeah, right? Sean Casey now, who I actually was excited for. But, again, the Yankees are one of those organizations where they do what's being told from the analytical team. So I'm sure Sean Casey has his, uh, you know, his says. He says shit in the batting cage, you know, try this. But... At the end of the day, I mean, the lineups, lineups being made by the analyt, analytics team, and really these coaches don't or really have their hands tied behind their back. I mean, that's what it comes down to, and it's not working. We just were going through one of the worst seasons, so, honestly, ever in the history of this team. They just fell below 500, so. And if you're, you're going to tell me that nothing's going to change, I mean, I don't, I, I don't know what more you got to see this to see that something's clearly not right. No, I mean, I think they've kind of fallen into that trap since the signings of uh, Josh Donaldson and the signings of uh, um, first baseman Anthony Rizzo, right? I mean, I mean, guys coming out of their prime and coming into their later parts of their career. And, I mean, can you really expect to have a team with, you know, I get it, maybe one or two of those guys, but Giancarlo Stanton, I mean, you can throw him in there. How long do they keep Jordan Hicks around? I mean, Aaron Hicks. Or Aaron Hicks, sorry, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's kind of been a little thing in the in, in the making for a little while with them. It's just finally now starting to hit them. You think they go out and spend some money? Uh, I mean, I'm not quite sure what they do. I hope first things first, rest in peace, Uncle Phil. But I hope uh, <laughs> I hope they fire Brian Cashman. I, that literally has to be. Didn't he just get he, an extension? He then? did. Yeah, no, he did. So he's not going anywhere. Well, hopefully, Hal or uh, yeah, what is it, Hal Steinbrenner or whatever. Hopefully, fucking, uh, he's like, hey, dude, you're doing a fucking terrible job. You haven't done a good job. We haven't been to the World Series since 2009. Uh, yeah, you're done. Like, I mean, we can't fucking keep playing like this. Yeah, so, it'll be fun to see. But, I mean, they're they're struggling, man. It's, they're, it's, honestly, they're it's, on, it's honestly weird to see them not they're be awful. halfway decent. You know they're what I mean? awful. Today was literally the first day. I'm not going to say that I watch 162 of their games, but I watch... At least 120 of them a year. I watch a lot of Yankees baseball, and today was the first day that I'm like, I'm not even going to bother to turn it on. There's no reason for me to watch this game. It was actually a good game. It was actually a better game. They only lost 2-0 to zero yeah. and only struck out, I think, 14 times. So, I mean, the team's uh, just bad. It's just so fucking bad. So, I hope uh, they play the Red Sox this weekend. Um, I really hope that fans show up with paper bags, fire Cashman signs. You know, shit like that. That's what I'm hoping for. From uh, And, you know, Bronx uh, Yankees fans are really ruthless, so I expect to see or hear, maybe not on, you know, ESPN or MLB Network, but Twitter, or I mean, sorry, X will provide some funny videos from this weekend, I guarantee you. Whatever the hell it's called now. So, yeah, that's, uh, I mean. Well, I guess apart from the Yankees, how do you see the rest of that division? I mean, the Orioles have uh, 
God, the Orioles look really Orioles good. Orioles are kind of running away with it. Yeah, um, man, they look really good. Top to bottom, their rotation's doing really hot. I, mean, and I don't know. I, I guess I shouldn't say running away with it, but I just feel like they have way more momentum right now. And I say that with I the news. Like, I feel like they have all the momentum. Exactly my point. The news that just came out of Tampa Bay mm-hmm. this past week, uh, that's a real killer. That's a real, real killer. Well, there's two of them. There's two, and right? they're big ones. And they're two, yeah, exactly, two very big ones. So you have the injury of um, Shane McClanahan, right? Do going down with Tommy John, done for the season, done and halfway into year. next season. I think they wrote, they're ruling him out all of them next year well, too. I mean, at this point, why bring him back for the last month and a half of you know the, the of the season, pretty much, right? It's right. at least a full year for the most part. And before so, and, and before we move on from the injury aspect of this team, not only is Shane McClanahan out with uh, you know Tommy John now, but Shane Baz also had Tommy John, Drew Rasmussen also out until the middle of next year. And Jeffrey Springs also out with Tommy John. So I mean, these are four, these are four legit starters for that team that won't be back until, on maybe the end of next year. Some a couple of them, and then if not, beginning of twenty twenty five. That's a long time. I don't know how sustainable. They're. I mean, we say all the time how they have a pitching factory and these guys can just produce, but those are some big names that are out. Those are some big names that are going to be out for a while, too. I mean, you think maybe the pitching program there is also causing these injuries? That could be it. That I could mean, be it. I mean, to see four guys like that, you know what I mean? Kind of going down with it is kind of like, uh, why all of them? Right. Why, well, like, that, why I mean, all of you And guys? it's not even, those are just season endings, you know, guys long term. But even the guys they do have, uh, uh, Tyler Glass now goes down, you know, every once in a while, too, with some kind of discomfort. He's been on the IL, I think, twice this year. So, I mean, it is. It could be. I mean, it could be that something in that something in that program makes you really good, but also overdoes it. Yeah, but also you're probably going to get Tommy John. So, I mean, you're going to be really good, but how long your career is going to maybe last. that's plan? Maybe yeah. that's what they want. But what? what? <laughs> maybe they want guys to come back throwing 100 and 203. Yeah, I guess you could be right, you know? huh? He they recovers do. from Tommy John. Supposedly, you always throw a little bit harder because of the rehab and whatnot. Who knows? Maybe that's their long term long term plan. Maybe they think, you know what, we'll sign a couple guys in two years back they, when these guys are. They come back in twenty twenty five with five guys just sitting over a hundred miles an hour. All five of them start <laughs> seven innings, hundred and two consistently. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if there was one team that would do something like that, it'd be Tampa Bay. Uh, that would be something they do, right? But yeah, you got Tampa, you got the Orioles again running away with it, and then you have the Blue Jays and the Red Sox, which uh, I believe the Blue Jays have a spot in the wild card right now, right? Yeah, they have that third spot. And the Red Sox, I think, are only like three games or four games out or something like that from right. what I saw earlier. So, I mean, that anything can still happen there. And honestly, the Red Sox aren't looking too bad right now either. Just catching a little, catching a couple games. So, Yeah, they're not looking too bad. But going back to the Rays, another uh, dagger that really uh, kills the vibe in that locker oh, room. Oh, yes. Uh, Wander Franco. Um I don't know what the fucking list is called that they put him on, but uh, he's got caught touching little girls. Yeah, I mean. Well, allegedly. Allegedly, you don't allegedly. know yet. You don't know. And yet. allegedly, he was dating the little girl who was also fourteen from the Dominican Republic. I'm not sure if she lives in the Dominican Republic or lives in the U.S. and is from the Dominican Republic. I'm not sure what the details are exactly, but I do know that it is rumored he was talking to or dating a fourteen-year-old girl. Again, illegal in the United States. Don't know about the Dominican <laughs> Republic. But um, Wander Franco is 22 years old, so not legal here. Yeah, that is uh, that's a blow. Because how long does this last? Well, how long how, does this last? And how, let's just assume he's found guilty of whatever it is that he's, uh, you know, being, uh, what is it? I mean, not charged. He hasn't been charged for anything, but yeah. he's being... I guess, uh, investigated? Investigated, yeah. That's it. I mean, this hurts the Rays so much. This is their highest uh, paid player. They just signed him to an 11-year, $182 million. He's the only one with this kind of contract, I think, in program history. I would imagine that something like this would void a contract out like that, though. Don't you think? I'm sure there has to be something like, hey, if you get caught molesting little girls like this, this doesn't... Yeah. You're not getting this money, dude. We're not going to help you. Like, that's not... Again, I don't know the laws in the Dominican Republic. I couldn't imagine that you can date a 14-year-old. But, I mean, as it stands now, he is on a, 
God, I gotta find what they call that list. The restricted list. Restricted list, isn't that? I think. I think that's what it was. I'm pretty sure there's a restricted list on there somewhere, but Bro. yeah, I mean that's a huge blow to them. Not only, I mean, you lose McClan, you lose McClanahan, right? That's a, that's a pitcher that you've been counting on, Cy Young candidate, things of that sort. Now you also lose Wander Franco, which who's probably, I mean, probably the face of the franchise. Yeah, the I mean, face of the franchise years, for sure. So he's 22 years old, so he was going to be there until you know his early 30s and. So yeah. that that's kind of a on the restricted list. Yep. Yeah. See. So that's definitely a big blow for these guys. I mean, they were falling down the the standings already. Like we said, two and a half games behind the Orioles. And I mean, how far will this put them behind? I guess. I mean, it, only only time will tell. You know, but it's definitely going to be a big hurt for them. So. Yeah. So the news came out Sunday, uh, August thirteenth, that. Uh, he was originally scheduled to just rest that day, but I had a feeling the team knew what was going on, and that's why he didn't play Sunday because this news came out after that game. Um, it is just said that he had an inappropriate relationship with a minor. Um, do you know what was going on in Tropicana Field on uh, Sunday, August 13th, the day this happened? No. Uh, Wander Franco snapbacks. Fans under fans 14 and under will uh, yeah. be supplied with the hat. I did hear about it, yeah. Really bad timing. Man. Yeah, <laughs> really, really bad. Someone should have let the the people up there know, like, hey, you probably should cut this out. We should probably go burn these somewhere, <laughs> or at least uh, not say fourteen. Yeah, maybe like ten, but fourteen just happens to be the age of his alleged girlfriend, so uh, that's not good. Yeah, we'll see how we'll see how long so this yeah, lasts. Again, obviously, I mean, this is no longer just an MLB investigation. That the uh, American Republic authorities are also getting involved in this. Uh, I believe they're in San Francisco right now, Tampa Bay, and he didn't travel with the team. So, uh, again, I don't know. He hasn't been charged with anything. These are just uh, accusations on him. But if he's if he gets charged or caught with anything, I mean, this hurts Tampa Bay's morale. I think this. Uh, I don't know. Again, maybe not. You oh, know, but fuck, he gets caught. I'm this is sure their, that's this his is their starting shortstop. Yeah, if he gets right? caught, yeah, absolutely. That's his, that's, that's probably that's his, his career. career. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what are you gonna do once you no. get caught with that kind of yeah, stuff? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, if it happens to any human being, why would it not happen to him? Mm-hmm. I mean, and we see it. We see it. Um, you know, domestic abuse kind of things. We saw Chapman did it, and he came back. Marcelo Zuna did it, and came back. But this is a whole different ball. Game. Yeah, this is a fucking this child. This is a whole different ball game. Um, Again, I hope it's not true, but if it is, I mean, fuck him. What a piece of shit. And, uh, yeah, he should never be allowed to play in the big leagues again. It's worth noting. I mean, they lost that Sunday game, and then they just uh, won the series against San Francisco this week, two of the three. They do play the Angels this weekend, but, again. I think Randy could be a guy that kind of keeps that team put together. I mean, they still, I, I they so. still have arms. No, you know what I mean? they still do have arms, they, and they still have players. I mean, uh, Yandy Diaz is low-key an MVP I mean, candidate yeah, this he's year. having an MVP type of year. Uh, yeah, like you said, Randy, Randy's... Uh, Randy's a lot of energy. I a think, lot of energy, I think, a lot I think of personality. Randy, I think Randy's the captain of that team. I think, I think, he, I think he was simply because uh, he's older. And oh. not even because he's older, but... We saw what he did in that COVID year in the playoffs. Yeah. We saw what he did in the World Baseball Classic this year. Like, the dude is – he's such I, a marketable player. He's such a personality, and he's older than Wander Franco. And Wander Franco is not – he doesn't – well, again, he's 22 years old, but still, he doesn't have that personality in my head to, like, really – I don't know, like, stand up for his guy. You know, if they, yeah. if they were to get in a fight, I think Randy would be there over Wander. Yeah. Again, I, I don't know. I don't know the vibe in the clubhouse, but that's just kind of what it seems well, like. Well, I, I think, I mean, he might have been, you know what I mean, the captain for the most part or whatever since then. But I think it's, like, finally known or finally, like, established, or even, or, I guess you could say. Or even Yandy Diaz. I mean, he might be one of those low-key guys who in the clubhouse is just, I don't know, like, he doesn't say a lot on the field. You don't ever really see him get into it within the umpires or any players but just balls but he just does his fucking yeah. thing you know he just goes out and plays still a very tight race over in the east man it's crazy it's crazy seeing everything happen it's crazy seeing it go down where today's well august 16th um so we have a little bit over like a month and a half per se till the season is over so you know these are must win ball games at this point man you got to win every every game you can possibly take especially being in a race that tight over there at the east i mean a lot of stuff can go on there. All the wild card spots, things of that sort. So it's going to be fun to watch the rest of that. The Twins are also running away with it out in uh, the Central, right? That's kind of been the same thing all year. 
The Guardians are four and a half back, so you think they make it interesting at the end there? I mean, I think they'll make it a little interesting, but again, I don't, I, I neither, none of these teams, I think if they were to combine a team between the, all five, between the five of them, <laughs> I still don't think they would really be the Orioles or Texas in the five-game series. I mean, let, 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 okay, let's play a little game here. If you have to make a five-man rotation with these five teams, who, I, who Eduardo Rodriguez is your ace? No, Pablo Lopez is your ace. Oh, okay, you're right. Pablo Lopez, Shane Bieber's out. He's yeah, hurt. Shane Bieber's out, so you can't use him. You can't him. You can't use him. Eduardo Rodriguez. I mean, Eduardo is Rodriguez is your two, yeah. No, okay, he's an okay two. Yeah. Um, Kansas you City ha- well, doesn't you have, have a single player. You have Dylan Cease. Okay, three. Dylan Cease could be a two. Rodriguez, two. Or one. Um, and then you see how I guess I guess you throw a uh, you throw a fuck. What's a young? Uh, what's his name on the Royals? Brady Singer. Uh, yeah, a young Brady. No, young Brady Singer. Or who am I thinking of? Yeah, maybe I guess Brady Singer. Him. What he he's the guy who uh, he was on University of Florida, played for Team USA this past yes. year. Yes, but they have another young pitcher over there too. I can't think of his name. Again, not a rotation that I'd be scared of. Yeah, I mean, again, yeah. You're right. So, but. again, this I mean, this division don't matter. They're going to be a one and done in the playoffs. Whoever, I mean, if it's the Twins, they'll be done in that first round. Um, and then the West. The West is getting interesting. The West is getting interesting. But hold on. Quick, quick. Just a quick. I know we're a little behind. But I just want to say that Jose Ramirez has probably one of the meanest right hooks I've ever seen. <laughs> again, we're a little behind. That was yeah. a couple weekends ago. That is true. <laughs> But Jose Ramirez might have one of the meanest right hooks in combat sports, not even baseball. He knocked him out. I've never seen – and I watch a lot of MMA. I don't watch a ton of boxing. I'm not going to say I do. I do watch boxing, but not a ton. I've never seen a guy get knocked out, one, like that, and then two, get up and not know where where his feet are. Yeah. He he had no idea how to use his feet. He had to get carried off the field. He had to get carried off the field. (laughs) I think the best part about this was that Tim Anderson – and again, great ball player, struggling really bad this year on a really bad team. But he's the one who squared up. He is. Yeah, he dropped his. One, he dropped his glove and everything. He's the one who wanted to smoke. <laughs> he dropped the glove and everything. And uh, then the best part about all that is the umpire that said, "Fuck it." Duke yeah, Duke he out. got I'm out of the way. He I'm said, not gonna stop you guys. He said, all right, I'm leaving. He tried for a second. You he saw told him. He's t- like, "Hey, hey, hey, uh, no, well, fuck it. Yeah, we're I out. Do it. I don't care." Oh, my God, that was hilarious. Like, I still can't believe that that actually happened. Yeah. And then did you hear the story, too, about uh, Yasmani Grandal supposedly slapping the shit out of him, too? Yeah, wasn't, like, the following day a couple days? Or no, no like this was for before the All-Star before. break. Yeah, 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 so before the All-Star break, Yasmani Grandal, I guess, wanted to, like, take off a day early um, before the break. Oh, that's right, yeah. And that Tim Anderson said something about, like, fuck, let, it, let fuck him it, let him leave if he doesn't want to fucking be here or something like that. <laughs> I guess he was, I guess Monty Grandal supposedly turned around and slapped the shit out of him in the clubhouse. I could not, I, I would have I would have loved to be a fly on the wall for that. Yasmani <laughs> probably walked up to him and was like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, stop. I think people are tired of Tim Anderson. Yeah, it's time for him to, you know. <laughs> tired for him to chill out and just play whatever he's doing over there, man. It ain't working, and you're getting on people's nerves, so. You gotta figure something out. The White Sox, I mean, as bad as the Yankee season is, as horrible of a season as we're having, I could be a White Sox fan. They have so much wrong with that team. There's from the players to the coaching to the front office to every. I mean, anything and everything that could be wrong with the White Sox is wrong. Other than they're a major league team, that's the only. Uh, it's really the only bright side about them. That's yeah, pretty much it. Right. Um, just watching some highlights here. The Phillies did just beat the Blue Jays. Man, I guess let's just stick it out in the East a little bit, right? So the NL East real quick. These Phillies have been hot. They've been hot. They, and not they, only have these Phillies been hot, but ten, Trey Turner has been hot. Trey Turner has, was arguably, I mean, was going down as one of those stats where, oh, he gets a big contract, all of a sudden shits the bed, sucks ass. He was turning. He was going down that road, and again, this is the first year of what is it, a twelve-year, or uh, yeah, I something think crazy contract, like that. Yeah, um, it's a big ass contract, man. But uh, that's I, a lot to live up to. A lot, no, and I mean, especially people were naming him Captain America. We saw what he did for Team USA. He fucking played his balls out. He hit that. What was it? A grand slam against Venezuela in like the semifinal. Yeah, where he was. Fuck. I mean, that was one of the one of the craziest games. I mean, talk about scenes, but. 
Trey Turner has really, really, really figured it out. And, I mean, it just goes to show you that Philly fans aren't true scumbags. I mean, they get a really bad rep. They, Philly fans, I mean, not even just for baseball, but Philadelphia in general, yeah, the Sixers, the, the, whole the, city, right? the Eagles, they get a really bad reputation, you know, that they're scumbag fans, that, you know, they do shit that most other fan bases wouldn't and shouldn't do. But they gave him a uh, standing ovation just kind of to uh, – I don't know, essentially just to kind of like pick his spirits up. He had been well, struggling really bad. Yeah, I don't remember what exactly had happened, but I know that something had come out or something was said by someone or something like that, but just, you know, emphasizing how bad he was playing and that he, you know, had this big-ass this big ass contract that he wasn't living up to. And then the next day is when, you know, the Philly fans stood up, gave him an ovation, yeah. kind of like a we got your back kind of thing, like you keep working on it. Kind well, of- and again, this, this just is just a little difference between like, so when I first saw it, I thought they were being sarcastic. I thought it was like a sarcastic, like, dude, we're paying you all this fucking money. Like, yeah. come on, figure it the fuck out. And maybe there was a little bit of that. But that happened last Saturday. And uh, fit, so his 15-game stretch, I mean, which is, uh, I mean, this dates back like three or four games before then. He's batting 316, which he was batting like 250 before this. And in his last seven games, he's batting 423 and has... Uh, three bombs, he has 11 hits, he has four RBIs, and he's only striking out twice. I mean, Trey Turner... And Unreal. Then, yeah, he's been Unreal. playing his balls off. and he Talk about turning it around. I don't know if it was that next day or a couple of days later, he put uh, on billboards, I think it was like 15 billboards throughout Philadelphia just saying thank you. It was literally just like a picture of him and thank you. That's so, awesome. I didn't know he did that yeah, part. No, that's yeah, awesome. he, did, he did do that. Yeah, that's awesome there for him. But, yeah, man, when you see things like that, dude, it's freaking awesome. Just ha- knowing people got your back and knowing people want you there. And, you know, even though you haven't been doing to what you're doing, they they still got your back. And right. So, I mean, I can I can see why that would bring so much life to a player, you know, when something like that happens right. for you. Like, I can see why it could, could, it could just one, like, complete 360 on your whole season now. Right. And especially because they're getting hot, man. They're getting hot. And they're, they're, in, they're in there to make a uh, – uh, postseason, you know what I mean? They're yeah, in there no, trying to make another run. So, I mean, there's still 13 games back in the East. So, I mean, you can probably still count that out because, I mean, the Braves are unreal. The Braves, top to bottom, pitching, everything. Dude, they're so good. We suck the Braves dick enough. I mean, we everybody who watches, who's just a casual fan, knows the Atlanta Braves are, I mean, it's honestly going to be a huge letdown, a huge bust if they don't win the World Series. Yeah, they, it is. I they mean, did 100%. This is one of those things 100%. where – you have the team and, and, and your your only chance of not of, of having a successful season this year is, is that not, world series. Is that winning it, yeah. Is that world series. Not making that's your it. that's the only chance you have. Like like the Phillies, like the Marlins, if the Marlins make the postseason, that's a great season. That's a great season. Who who would have thought the Even Marlins if the Phillies make it. If it, the Phillies make the uh playoffs, that I think that's a great season. That's for a them. that's a good win season. But too. if the Braves don't win the world win it, not yeah. just make it. They have to win it because yeah. they are light years better than everybody. Everybody else. Everybody. I mean the next closest team is the Baltimore Orioles, but they're still four, four and a half games below them. The run differential between those two is uh Baltimore's a plus sixty one. Atlanta has a plus two hundred and eight. Jesus. I mean I get you can throw Texas in that conversation, but again What is Texas at? The plus one ninety seven, but they've lost uh, two more games than the Orioles have, so they'd be the third best. They'd be team third, yeah. By That's I mean, crazy. by wins and losses. That's so crazy. Yeah. Again, though, I mean, if the Braves do not win the World Series, then again, yeah. it's baseball. Anything can happen. But this it's is a, one of those. It's uh, a bust year if they don't. If they it's don't. one of those things with like with the Dodgers, you know, and like the before COVID when they had all those fucking good yeah. ass teams every year, they were always the best in the West, and they, they could, could never, never win finish. it. It'd be the exact same thing as I Atlanta. mean, you you see that a lot. No. How you see it, you see it very often that the best team of the year hard, like doesn't always like hardly ever wins. Right. Honestly, it feels like. How, I mean, when was the last time that the best team? It seems like it's always a wild card team that gets hot. You know what I mean? Well, who won it last year? The, the Phillies did coming out the wild. No, the Phillies didn't win it last year. The, the Astros Rangers? won it. Oh, the Astros won it. The Phillies won it the year before. No, the Phillies haven't won it. The Phillies made the World Series uh, last yeah, year. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're but right. But they lost to Houston. Yes, And Houston right. was the best team in the American League. I don't know about, I don't, I'm pretty sure, I mean, the Braves were in that conversation of best teams last year, but, I mean, the Astros were the best team in the American League. Um, 
But again, it's a lot of pressure, especially considering that the Braves have been hot and this good since the season started. So it's really, it, it really comes down to World Series or bust for them. There's no other. Yeah, one hundred percent. There's no other. And Unfortunately, like, which sucks for them, but like, at the same time, the, I mean, that's pressure. kind of yeah, that's kind of the team you've built. You right. know what I mean? Like that's kind of what you've done, and you have it now. So take advantage, because yeah, <laughs> I can see them being. I mean, you come out and turn around like the Dodgers. Like those years you were talking about, and that's going to suck for a couple years. Right. But it's yeah. going to be fun, but it's going to suck because you don't get the ring. Right. Like yeah. you, So, as it stands now, Philly is really uh, – they have that number one wild card spot right now. They have a – I mean, it's really what it's going to have to be. They're not taking – they're not winning the division. But also in that same division, Miami is tied for that third spot. And I mean, they're fun I, to watch. Mike, uh, Josh Bell has gotten hot. With it. Josh Bell picked him up on my fantasy team. He, he is, he is playing some serious baseball over there now, dude. It's so fun to watch him. It's kind of crazy, like we said, that change of scenery can always do something for you, right? Or actually playing for something. I mean, Cleveland, I guess, was playing. for Yeah, the they division, were still but, playing for the division. But I mean, yeah, change of scenery does it all, man. And like I said, they're tied for that third wild card spot, so. It's fun. I hope they. Uh, what did they, what Jose say? Right, they get in, they're gonna win. So I mean, they might. That's what they do. They just, they just. Every time they've been in the postseason, they've won it. And th- and this just goes to show you, like you spend a little money, you get some, you know, big free agents. I mean, that team could be really good. They, well, they're I, starting rotation with Yuri Perez and Sandy Alcantara and Lazardo, and they have that puck guy in the bullpen who's kind of nasty and Robertson. The team is not a bad team. Well, Luis Arise, I mean... Uh, ever since they started making all the changes with when they tried having Jeter as a GM, right? Right. When they tried started doing all those changes, I mean, whoever's running that team now is definitely doing a good job, I would say. I mean, you're definitely seeing growth <clears throat> over there. So um, it's nice to see them back in the hunt. The Mets still, you know, we said enough about them as well. And then the Nationals, I don't know that we've even mentioned the Nationals, honestly. Yeah, I don't think like ever. Like, I think, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't. Yeah, I, I think Patrick Corbin is their ace. I think he plays on that team. Oh, poor them. The Central is just as good as the AL Central. I mean, right? The Brewers are sitting in first at three games. You do have the Reds there. The Cubs three and a half games back. Right, so. Um, you have a little bit more of a fight there, a couple more teams that are involved in that situation. So that should be fun to watch as far as who they are. But again. Who are they going to get? They're not going to get yeah, past the, no, the Dodgers, the Giants, the Phillies, the Braves. Like I don't, I don't see really. I mean, I don't see any of these teams really making any kind of splash in the playoffs. I mean, obviously one, maybe two get in, but regardless of who and who they have to play, I don't think they really make any kind of you know run for it. Nah, they they're going to be the like you said the Twins. They're going to probably be uh, out in that first series. You know, never know what happens, obviously. Yeah, like I, said, but I mean, yeah. It just doesn't. The I mean, Brewers could get very hot. And, you just um, don't see it, you know what I mean? But also, uh, can, this came out today. Marcus Stroman has a right rib cartilage fracture, and there's no current timeline for his return. Remember a couple of weeks ago before the trade deadline how we were talking about how this guy should get on the move and how people should give up some prospects for this guy? Can you imagine giving up something for a guy who has broken ribs or whatever is going on? Yeah, I mean that does kind of suck, you know what I mean? But I mean at the same at the at the time it was probably still going to be, you know, who who's going to know that this was going to happen? Right. You unless know it I mean? was already kind of a lingering issue. Yeah, unless it was a lingering issue because then, he did start pitching pretty bad before, before the, the All Star break. Before, before the, the All Star break, break yeah. yeah, he started falling off before the All Star so break. Maybe a little bit. something happened. Uh, you know, he was playing with discomfort or something. A little tweak. That tweak turned into something bigger. So I mean, I think. You know, the Chicago Cubs are three and a half games back in the wild card. They are, what are they in the wild card? Oh, they're only half a game back. But again, I mean, if the Cubs make it, that they're not beating anybody from the West or the East. Yeah, no, there's no shot. So um, that division will still be there. And then the West, obviously, the, the West is still very fun, very interesting, especially the, the AL side of things there. Um, Texas is still leading the division, right? Um, they're sitting in first place right now. Let me get over there. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, Texas sitting in first, three games ahead of the Astros, so the Astros are still right in the mix. And then the Mariners, honestly, is seven and a half games back. Something crazy would have to happen for sure, but if they keep playing some good baseball like they are too, I mean, yeah. you never know. They're seven and three in their last ten. They kind of seem like they're off and just figured it out. Uh, the other night, was George Kirby threw uh, nine innings and got the loss, I think. I mean, their pitching is really good. But my, my, my whole takeaway from this division is Houston got JV back. Yes. They're three games back of this division. So, again, not this division is not over. And I believe they play Texas. Is it end of this month or beginning of next month? Let me check real quick. I know we talked about we it. Did talk I, think about I, it. I do want to say it was in September. I could be wrong. Yes, I September. Say yep, not August. Um. But, yeah, so that that race is still going to be very good, obviously. Yep, first uh, actual week, so the, the first fourth, week. fourth through the sixth in Arlington. Is that where their field is? The Rangers? Yeah. Yeah, Arlington. Yeah. Yep. But, yeah, so uh, they'll win it. Obviously, it's going to be important to win it because you get that first bye, right? You get that first round to yep. kind of relax, get ready for things. Um it looks like Baltimore will have that locked up. Right now, your wildcard teams are Tampa, Houston, and then Toronto. And right behind them, you have Seattle at a game and a half back. You have Boston at three games back. The Yankees at six and a half, and the Angels at seven and a half. Seven and a half? Seven and a half. Didn't this team go all in? <laughs> yeah. Dude. Didn't this team give up three of their top five prospects for to who? go all in? For, 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 for Giolito? Yeah, for... Oh, wow. how, are they, how are they this far back? How wow. do they get it? Yeah, that was again. I mean, I've, I'm gonna stick to it. I don't care what you say. I mean, I think I think keeping Otani was a mistake. This is why you should trade him. Yeah. There's no way. There's no fucking way. Already looked at the schedule, looked at the team, looked at what he gave up, and thought, "Damn, this was a fucking good idea." Yeah. No, no. way. If you give up Otani instead of having okay prospects, you now have probably a top five, maybe or yeah, probably a top five. Um, uh, like prospect. Prospect. What is that called? Like your top prospects. Uh, yeah. Oh, just your top like, prospects. Yeah, they're probably a top five in that category with prospects. If you got. If you traded all time, yeah. I get what you're saying. Okay. And so if, if you, yeah, yeah, I mean, and now and now you really went from bad to worse, and as far as farm system, because you gave up those guys, and who did you really get in return for them? Like, like, do you realize what you just did? Like. I don't understand what your what your logic was. Even if you go re-sign Otani, like, do you think that just sign re-signing Otani is going to really bring you a championship with the ring you have now? No, no. absolutely not even close. Not even close. Trade, s- trade deadline was uh, the first, right? Yes. So they lost two to the Braves, lost, uh, uh, got four game sweep by the Mariners. They won their their series against the Giants. And then lost their series to the Astros. Have lost their series, even if they win today, which they're winning 1-0 in the ninth. But they lost yesterday and on Monday. So they've won uh, two, three games out of their last two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen. Today, fifteen if they win. So they'll have three wins in their last fifteen since Jesus. the All Star game. Three fifteen. Jesus. So, and that's a team that went all in. Like I said, gave up three of their top five prospects for Lucas Giolito and some uh, reliever. <laughs> yeah, some, <laughs> some random reliever from the White Sox. And who else did they sign? Uh, well, they signed a couple guys. They signed Mike, or they traded for Mike Mustakas. They traded for Eduardo Escobar. Um, oh, they signed. Who did they sign the day of the trade deadline? Why am I blanking on his name right now? Lucas Giolito. No. Uh, the reliever. I don't know who else they got. Point of story is that it doesn't make sense. It doesn't, yeah, who cares? It like, like, like you just. I I think you just made a mistake that's going to put you back even more years now than than where you could have been. You know what I mean? Oh, trading trading a piece like Otani probably shortens that. You know what I mean? We have a ball club kind of kind of time span up. So now you go from maybe five years to now you're maybe ready in two or three, right? But. Now I think instead of five, you just pushed it back to another seven or eight, maybe. Like I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Artie James, like, hey, I, I just created a fucking mess, dude. Whoever the next GM is, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I hope you can fix it, but I'm out of here. I'm selling this. Okay. You guys figure it out. I'm done. I'm taking my money. I'm going to fucking the Caribbean. 
Yeah. Um, again, the, I, I said we we said it way before yeah. the trade deadline. I mean, I'll die on that mountain, but I I mean that was one of the biggest mistakes the Angels could have made. That's one hundred percent true. But yeah, I mean, ugh, that's just just so bad. Where do you see? Uh, you still see Houston winning this division? Uh, I don't know, man. I'm gonna Again, yes. you're you're about six. My guess is like six or seven weeks till the end of the season, right? <clears throat> so you got just a hand. I mean, you got a very short amount of time. I mean, three games is three games, right? So you, you can definitely make that up. You can also definitely pull away a little bit here. So yeah, I mean, let's see. Pull up, pull up Texas's schedule. And I'm going to pull up the Astros' schedule. Like I said, we do they do play a three-game series in September. So, As it sounds now, they're what? Houston's three games back? Houston is three games back, yes. The Angels and the Rangers are playing right now. The Angels are up 2 nothing, right? So the Rangers, like you said, the Rangers have won that series whether they lose this game. Then after this, they take on the Brewers. Okay. Then the Diamondbacks. Okay. Then the Twins. Okay. So, series they should all win. Yes. But at the same time, that's your National League Central winner. That's your American League Central winner, right? And then you have the Diamondbacks that are still fighting to try to claim a spot in the wild card over there, right? Which they've fallen off that's a little bit. That's to finish out this month, correct? That's to finish out this month, yes. Okay. Well, the Mets will be the last weekend. Okay. So, they so play they the Mets the last weekend before the They should win... Yeah, that should be a win. They should win all these series in my head. Yes, correct. And then they turn around again and play the Twins right after the Mets. And then that's when they play uh, Houston. So the, that week of the 4th, 5th, and the 6th. Then after Houston, you get Oakland, Toronto, Cleveland, Boston, Seattle, Angels, and Seattle to end the season. That's kind of a weak September schedule. Yes, it is very weak. I think it's definitely um, a schedule that they should win 60% of the games at the very least. Maybe a little bit more. Yeah, you know what I mean? But over, overall, the schedule, other than that series against Houston. In September. In September. I mean, again, the Twins, I guess, <laughs> are the NL Central division Not leader. Relevant. So we'll see kind of how that goes. Toronto fighting to keep that wild card spot. Right, Cleveland's a little bit out of the mix now. I think they're like eight and a half games out, so that one kind of won't be relevant. But the Red Sox still trying to find a way to get into the postseason, right? I mean, the Mariners as well. I get it; they're not the best of teams, but they also have they, play, some, they, they also have something to win. Teams. They also have something to win. They play for a bunch them. of average teams, but they also have something to win for. They're, you know what okay, I mean? but yeah, they're playing a bunch of average teams. Other than I mean, the Blue Jays, I guess, are above average. At, the Red Sox are like four games over five hundred as well. Um, Houston to finish out the month of August plays the the Mariners. They should win. The Red Sox four games. They should win. Detroit. They should win. Red Sox again another series. They they should win. And then they play the Yankees, who will still win. The that Ranger series is the one that has got me a little, you know, on my edge here. But then they play the Padres, who are okay. I mean, that's going to be a good series. Oakland, Kansas City, Baltimore, Kansas City again, Seattle, Arizona. They play one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. They play nine games against the Royals and the Athletics in September. I mean, they definitely got to take advantage of those nine games. They, they've got to win. They, they got to win all nine. No, I mean, I mean it, like it, but I really do think that series in at Texas is going to be the deciding factor in my head. Yeah, no, I've said that since you, since we talked about it last time or the time before, right? I mean, that's going to be the big one is whoever wins that series is definitely going to have a lot of a, a lot. And, um, I mean, they're going to yeah. have it, all what they need. Yeah, so that'll be big to watch. We're watching uh, right now the Dodgers and Brewers have started. Um, I think the Dodgers have won both of the games in this series so far. Right. Yeah, they're so. on a nine-game winning streak. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that, that leads us right into the West. Uh, I'm just going to pat myself on the back here because I did say that this is still the Dodgers' division. I've said it from the beginning, from our very first episode. I would never believed in the, the hype of San Diego and, you know, especially Arizona and definitely not the Giants. So they're now with nine and a half games up on the Giants. 
Uh, Clayton Kershaw return looks good. Julio Urias is finally pitching really good. Um, their offense is clicking. Freddie Freeman is unfucking believable as a hitter. I mean, Boogie Betts arguably is having one of his best years. That NL, well. I, I don't think that NL MVP race is really. I mean, yes, Acuna is having an un, un, unbelievable year, and he's definitely up there. But what Freddie Freeman is doing is is really just insane to me. I mean. Like I said, and Mookie Betts is really having a good year still too. So, I mean, it's crazy how. I mean, I I thought, I for sure thought the Padres were coming to take things over, but man, Freddie Freeman has definitely uh, proven everyone wrong. That's for sure. Yeah, it's uh, Freddie Freeman is plus four hundred in betting, and uh, if you were to bet on him, so and Ronald Acuna is the favorite minus six fifty, which again is pretty good odds or. Really bad betting odds, but I just think this Dodgers team is. I mean, I think they, I really do think they can give the Braves a run for their money. I really do believe that. I think offensively they still. I mean, they they're pound for pound. I think pretty close. I yes, the lineup is better in Atlanta, but I think. I mean, I really do think the Dodgers have a pretty similarly good lineup. They have a plus one hundred and forty run dif- run differential, which yeah, I get it is. 60 runs less than Atlanta, but I mean, I don't know. I think the Dodgers could make a run for it. I really do. I mean, I guess we'll see, right? I mean, it's, it's again, I didn't think they were going to be this good getting rid of everybody, letting it all kind of, well, I guess what it looked like kind of go in a sense, but nope, when you get a revitalized uh, Jason Hayward and uh, revitalized uh, Nick Castellanos Lance Nick, Lynn, baby! Uh, Nick Castellanos, uh, Martinez, right? I mean, then you get Lance Lynn, and you bring Joe Kelly back. You bring Kike back. I mean, Joe you Kelly got, is hurt though. You got all the vibes back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, this is. I mean, this is this stats from a little while ago, from like a week ago. But uh, Kike Hernandez in the eleven games was batting three twenty four. Ahmed Rosario was nine games, nine RBIs. Lance Lynn was two starts in with thirteen innings pitched, two and zero. Joe Kelly had pitched in three games, had five strikeouts with zero earned runs, and Ryan Yarbrough had pitched four innings out of the bullpen and allowed one run. So you definitely can see this; these guys made an impact as soon as they got there. Um, and they did sign Jane Hein Sok, a very high-talented Korean the pitcher. The Korean pitcher? The Korean pitcher. They signed it for $900,000. Wow. Um, he's supposed to be legit. So we'll see about that. The Diamondbacks were, they were zero and seven after the trade deadline. Um, I mean, they're four and six in their last ten games, which, again, for a team that was in the mix and was right there, it uh, that hurts. Now they're fighting for a wild card spot. Now they're fighting for a wild card spot. Right. So Philly leads the wild card spots there. San Francisco has got the second one, and right now you have a tie between Cincinnati and Miami. Right, so that's going to get interesting there, seeing them right behind them. Uh, the Cubs are half a game out. Arizona's a game and a half out. And the Padres are five games out. Again, I mean, I'm, I'm just going to say the Cardinals are also eight and a half games out. So If I don't believe never, in the Padres that are five and a half, why never, would I believe in the Cardinals that never, are eight? You never know. Absolutely Any, anything no, could happen. No, no. Anything could happen. No. I'm just saying. Jesus will return before that happens, <laughs> I promise. There's absolutely no way the Cardinals make a wild card run. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't either. But, hey, it's uh, it's fun to keep my hopes up for the rest of the season. You no, know what I mean? No. If no. they go they go on a they go on a they, they go on a streak where they get a couple of wins, you know, I'm going to get pretty excited about this. No. I'm just saying, you know. I don't know why you would. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, the wild card spots are are uh, getting tight there. I mean, everything's kind of uh falling into place and someone's going to miss out. It's going to be fun to see who on both sides of things, right? All these teams, I think the adding the different wild card spots is now made it a whole lot uh, more interesting and a whole lot of fun. Seattle right now is tied with Kansas City, top of the eighth inning. So. That sucks. Luis Castillo is my uh, pitcher going in fantasy. Yeah. Oh, that's all right. I had freaking uh, what's his name for Miami today. Ooh, Kershaw just gives up a bomb. Ooh. Tie the ball game up. That's the Brewers, man. This should uh, be mine and yours mentality um, already. Hey, I told you. Bring out the tar. <laughs> 
that's um that's how you should be that's how i should be i mean that's that, that's really what it comes down for uh, cardinals and yankee baseball this year that's yeah. over with a disappointment. A huge disappointment. This Call up whatever fucking prospects you have. Oh, oh another bomb? No. Nah, say shallow. Call up whatever prospects you have. If you have guys in the double A who you think could let play, him. fuck it, let them play. Go get Team Kent's. Let them throw a couple innings. Anybody. Literally anybody. <laughs> Jason Dominguez is fucking eight and 19. Call him up. Fuck it. Don't care. Yeah, let them get some ABs. Let them get some fucking reps. It doesn't the minors uh, the minor league season ends before the regular yeah, season? September right? Yeah, September call-ups. Yeah, that'll happen. I don't know when the season actually ends for the minors. But I'm guessing yeah, right in September. Call-ups. Yeah, September call-ups are here soon. So, again, I mean the Yankees have literally nothing to play for. They're done. Um, Bring them all up. Call them. Call them all up. Fuck Let it. Let them all have their good good time to end the season. Get some excite something exciting Let going them for visit, next year. You know some parks and stuff. Uh, but yeah, season's over. Um, just a couple stats here before we uh, wrap up. Um, this comes from Bob Nightingale uh, about a, 24 hours ago. The Seattle Mariners have traded away their prize closer, uh, Paul Seawald. Remember that guy? Uh-huh. Traded to the Diamondbacks. Uh, they traded him at the deadline. They have now lost three straight games and extra innings in the bottom of the ninth and have now blown the three-run ninth inning lead, which was yesterday. Oh, so uh, maybe a closer was important. You know, Maybe they should have kept that guy around. Ouch. Who was it? Paul Seawald. Uh, ouch. Um, Matt Olson, uh, as of yesterday, was on pace to hit, I think, like 61 home runs. Yep. Um, That's my first baseman. He he has 43, I believe, right now. Um, to see him doing that is crazy. Yeah, Matt Olson's having an absolutely phenomenal year. Well, I want to know what's awesome is that when that happened, that the Braves signed Olsen and the Dodgers got Freeman, they both still went off. So it's like the Braves didn't lose anything. No. Literally <laughs> they literally lost literally nothing. nothing. I mean, Matt Olsen's literally from Atlanta, too. So it's not like they lost, you know, that homegrown. I mean, it, I, it is. Don't get me wrong. Freddie Freeman was, like, homegrown, and he yeah. was that dude. But Matt Olsen is from Atlanta. He's fucking making a run for the MVP so they really didn't lose a whole lot. I, I couldn't imagine that their numbers are very much different. I mean, I'm sure Olsen's home runs are higher, but I'm also sure Freddie Freeman's average is higher than Yeah, dude's hitting like 340 almost. That's exactly. So, Unreal. Uh, and my one last final thing, uh, Alex Manoa was option to triple A. I bet I you're happy, huh? Pumped. <laughs> but saying that, how uh, Luis Severino hasn't been optioned to, I don't know, fucking... Uh, the tomateros or something. I, I, I don't. I don't. Maybe they don't even want. Him. Maybe that's. Why. I don't even think he's good enough to pitch in that league. Oh man. But yeah, Alec Manoa was optioned again. Um, good. Probably needs to lose more weight. And uh, this one just came across my uh, timeline. Uh, Adam Wainwright against the Royals. Uh, one innings pitch, nine hits, eight earned runs. Oh yeah. Season ERA, eight four eight. Yeah, that's a. That's what I feel the worst about, honestly, about this year. You know what I mean? Is uh, that guy. He's a great Cardinal. I'm going to love him forever. Love everything about Adam Wainwright. No disrespect to Adam Wainwright. But you should have gone last year with the other two. Like you should have taken that happy ride. You should have taken that happy ending. You guys ended on a good year. All three of you guys walk off that field together. You guys call it good. And now we're not seeing this happened that's happening i mean it's bad it's it's he's not, not he's not hurt right like he's still I mean, in the not, rotation right now yeah he is so he's two games away from uh 200 wins will he get two wins i don't know between man. now so we got he's what, got two, two weeks i'd imagine he's got like six starts yeah five or six starts left to get two wins I mean, the, the way he's pitching, dude. It's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be one of those fucking Mr. 3000 moments where he yeah. just comes <laughs> down to the very he's gonna, end. He's going to come back next year again back just, next to, year get just the to, one. to pitch the one game. <laughs> he might be a fucking reliever next year and just get the win under his belt. But, uh, yeah, that's a... Uh, Man, that's it's bad. It's tough, man. It's tough to see. Like I said, he's a, he's a, gonna be one of the Cardinal greats forever. Like you can't take that away from him. You know what I mean? But just to see it end the way that it's ending, it's uh, it's definitely a shitty route. Definitely a shitty way to see it end. You know what I mean? But 
yeah. Uh, that was actually going to be my last little take for the year so far and what's coming on. It's kind of it, it just sucks to see. It, it really does. Um, the Cardinal prospects that they have gotten in return from that trade deadline, though, have been freaking awesome. Um, all in the minor leagues, obviously, but, I mean, they're tearing it up. The Thomas, I, I don't know how you say his last name, Sagis, I guess. He just hit another home run today. I think that's like four or five since he's got since he got traded, right? So, um, seeing that they made some moves that can definitely looks like will help us out in the near future, you know, is definitely a good sight to see as well. So, super excited about that. Ooh, uh, that was a little bit earlier, but yeah, super excited about that. And I uh, guess Carlos, we're off and running. We're getting to the end here. Any last minute surprises you're expecting to see? Uh. No, the only thing that I can kind of see happening, maybe, and again, this is a long shot, is San Diego does make that push. But again, I mean, I haven't believed it all year. So I don't know why I would now. I really like um, Philly baseball right now. They're playing some really good ball. Of course, they're not going to win the division. They didn't need to win the division last year, and they still made it, you know, to the World Series. Um, But apart from that, yeah, I don't. There's nothing I really want to see how Tampa Bay finishes out the year with, you know, those big losses in their lineup and uh, rotation. So, yeah, we're, we're getting to it, man. We're a month, a little a little more than a month and a half. And, I mean, we know who's in, but, again, that wild card. That wild card's going to be interesting. That wild card's very interesting, right. especially in the NL. There's two teams currently tied for the third place, and then the next two teams are only a game and a half back. So, I mean, again, it's going to come down to game 162, tiebreakers, who won what games, uh, stuff like that. But it's all going to be worth it. I promise. That postseason is going to get so fun, and I'm super excited for it. I just uh, pulled up this stat real quick. So the four guys, the Cardinals traded. Paul DeYoung, three for 39. Jordan Montgomery, one and one with the three ERA. Flaherty, one and one with the three two seven ERA. And Jordan Hicks, 0 and one with the... 4.76 ERA. Yeah, not good. Thank God we got rid of them, though. But, yeah, no, we appreciate it again. Thank you guys for joining us. A quick one here. We'll be back next week, obviously getting closer and closer, so we definitely want to keep a, a good eye on all these races and kind of keep it from there. Carlos, any last words from you? Yeah, fire Cashman. <laughs> that, that, that was different for sure, man. Thank you guys for joining. We'll see you guys next time.